Welcome to Dyslexics Wanted, celebrating the unique strengths and creativity so often the hallmark of people with dyslexia. I'm Jordan Rich, and the Web Innovation Center for Dyslexia invites you to join this podcast. If you or someone you care about has a story to tell, we consider featuring it right here on the Dyslexics Wanted podcast. Easy to get in touch. Email me, jordan at chartproductions.com. That's jordan, J-O-R-D-A-N, at chart, C-H-A-R-T, productions.com. And we'll see about putting something together. Now, today's guest is a Hall of Fame professional wrestler. His name is Diamond Dallas Page. Dallas is a best-selling author, a motivational speaker, creator of an internationally practiced fitness program called DP Yoga. And he's done all of this and more despite having severe dyslexia his entire life. I had the chance to speak to him about that, and he was more than happy to share his story with us. Um, You know, growing up as a kid, I just, I had such trouble with it like I couldn't do it and I know if I say you can or you say you can't you're right but I didn't understand that quote back then and I just assumed after trying and trying and having and getting so frustrated and having one my grandmother would would get me tutors and they still couldn't help me and I think at some point I just completely blocked it out and, and I figured out that, okay, how am I going to get through school? And I did whatever I needed to do, whether it was cheating or get someone to write me papers or whatever. Cause when you can't do something, you can't do it. And no one knew what the hell ADD or dyslexia was in the sixties. They had no idea. And, uh, you know, they just thought we were stupid, but I knew I wasn't stupid. You know, I was actually a pretty sharp guy. And I, you know, I just, it, it made me a, adapt on so many different levels. And then in my late 20s, going into being 30 years old, I caught Tony Robbins on TV in one of his infomercials, which fascinated me. You know, of course, you, you, everybody's got these books on, you know, from Think and Grow Rich to whatever, you know, the original Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich really started it all. Um, but uh, I couldn't read that. <laughs> so how's it going to help me? But Tony, he came up with something that I could do. He had these cassette tapes, and you could listen to them. So I ordered them. And I listened to them. And there was so much, you know, things that I've I've learned from Tony Robbins over the years. And after taking that tape class, I thought, I have got to learn how to read. And understanding, goal setting, you know, for a 30-year-old guy uh, where there really wasn't a lot of that, you know, where you could learn how to do it. Tony gave me some of the examples. And coming out of that, I thought, okay, if I'm going to learn how to read, i got to start by setting a goal. And the goal for me was to read a book from cover to cover. Now, I'd never done that. Uh, I didn't even think it was possible. And I know to a lot of people, that's like not a big deal. But for me, kind of overwhelming. So again, it's something I'd learned from Robbins and you know other uh, speakers that I heard talk about. Like, don't try to 
walk, you know, and climb the mountain in one day. You know, take one step at a time. Don't think about, I got to get over this mountain. Like, okay, all I do is take one step at a time. And if you look at the 12-step process that they have for AA, it's like, it's not like you have to stop drinking forever, just today. So all that breaks into it. And so what I teach people is don't try to, don't try to do it all in one day. Don't try to do it all in a week or a month. Just take it one day at a time. And what I did was say, I'm going to read, made a smaller goal, I'm going to read a page from that book every day. Now, I know for a fact, so many people start diets, let's call them. And what's the first three letters of the word diet? Oh, die. Diets don't work. Lifestyle changes work. And if you don't change the circumstances around you, if you don't change your living area, if you don't change something, like if you're going to go on a diet, get rid of all that garbage food you have. You know, don't leave it in your house and think, well, I won't eat it, because that's a lie. Eventually you will. You know, so get rid of it. For me, it was, okay, I'm going to read. I know if I would just say I'm going to read this book from cover to cover, I'm going to set a goal, I'm going to read one page a day. Well, I might actually even do it for a week or two. And then life will get in the way. Like everyone else who's listening today, who started to go on that fitness program, who started to get on that eating plan, or as they call diet, and, oh, God, I did it for three weeks or two months, and then, you know, life got in the way. Well, that's life. Life gets in the way all the time. That's life's job to get in your way. And it's all about how you, you know, adapt to the adversity. Mm. So, again, change the circumstances around you. I wrote read today on those post-its, you know, those little yellow post-its, and I put them everywhere. You know, I put them on my bedstand, on my mirror in my bathroom, on my shower door. I put them on my refrigerator door. I mean, they were everywhere. Like, if I didn't read today, it wasn't like I didn't see it to remind myself ten times. I didn't read today because I decided. You know, like when an alcoholic is taking an abuse, which means he can't drink at all when he's taking that prescription and abuse for three days. So what they do is they stop taking the and abuse because they've decided three days from now, I'm going to have a drink. It's predetermined. So if anybody tells you, well, I just, you know, just, I don't know. I just had a drink. No, you had to stop three days before, before you do it. For my reading, I would have had to really make a decision. I'm not going to do that. Well, why? It's just one page. Just do it. And I managed, you know, to get through it and finish it. And, you know, one of the key, I'm I'm literally looking at that book, that exact book right now. I'm in my office, and it's Lee Iacocca's autobiography by Lee Iacocca and William Novak. And uh, he was a fascinating man. And the stories that that he talked about uh, were powerful to me, mm. and I was I would stay interested. I might even read two or three pages, and then have to go back and read them again. People with dyslexia, as you pointed out, 
DDP are not stupid by any means. In many cases, they're exceptionally creative. Just talk a little bit about how it might have framed you as a more creative thinker because you had to get around the words for a while. Oh, yeah. You know, I heard that I, it was called the Einstein gene dyslexia. I mean, <laughs> Einstein was dyslexic. You know, so was it, it had bad ADD. You know, Leonardo da Vinci had really bad attention deficit disorder. Now, all the things he created that were amazing, a lot of things he never finished, and that's just the way it's done. But it really helped me be adaptable. You know, one of the things I say all the time in our personal lives and our professional lives, we're constantly hit with one adversity after another, most of which we have no control over. But the one thing we do have control over is that mindset. And that's what I work on all the time. If we work on it, if you actually put the work in, you literally can control the way you react, how you adapt, and how you take action. And for me, getting around it, I I was constantly having to be probably way more creative than if I'd been able to read. Um, And it was fascinating because... Where, where my reading really took a really much more positive turn was another, at 31, I read that book from cover to cover, but at 47, I was living in L.A., and a friend of mine had told me that he was dyslexic and had the ADB and all that, and he went to the uh, the Eris Learning Center in Culver City. I lived like two miles from it. I went there and I worked with a woman named Rose. This is 15 years ago. Um, And she was 85 years old. And she said that, and she had all these little things that she had me doing, like just to, to boot my brain. It was these different exercises and stuff. And she said, I took home more homework than any student she ever had. This is a guy who never, ever did homework, (laughs) you know? So that was kind of fascinating for me. And it really helped me. But it's still, like I still, as much as I wrote this book with with my other buddy who helped me, but I wrote a lot of, like my words and rewrote stuff. The way I write Positively Unstoppable, it's like you're having a conversation with me. I write the way I talk, but I still had to put parts in that were grammatically correct and not having any of that training. I couldn't do that because I'm not, I don't have the knowledge to do that. It's not I couldn't do it. If I went back to school now, I could do it all, but I don't still have the time for that. Um, So I hired someone to do that for me. So when it comes to reading the book, you know, except for the introduction, which is 100% me, I, I, I couldn't read the words the way the perfectionist that I am, that I would have been happy with it. Like, I could have done it. It had taken me three months, you know, to put, put the book on tape. That's why the book on tape, I do the introduction, and I talk to them, I say, you know, the, the whole ADD thing and the dyslexic, it's, it's a shoot. You know, it's like, yeah. I, because they change some of the way I say things, it completely screws me up because it no this has to be grammatically correct here you know, yeah, right, so, right, right. You know it would take it forever you know for me to do it um so i just opted to just do the introduction uh because i just you know it's it's more important for me to help these people i'm helping than it is for me to read this book will take too long My thanks to Diamond Dallas Page, wrestling Hall of Famer, author, motivational speaker, and someone with dyslexia. 
Thank you for listening to Dyslexics Wanted. We are looking for personal stories about the dyslexia journey and would love to hear from you. If you or someone you care about has a story to tell, we consider featuring it on this podcast. Send me an email, jordan, J-O-R-D-A-N, at chartproductions.com. That's C-H-A-R-T, chartproductions.com. Or call and leave a message at 781-356-1500. That's 781-356-1500. Remember to subscribe, download, rate, and review our podcast. We appreciate that. For more, visit wicd.org. Have a great day.